Welcome to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers Podcast. This podcast is designed to come alongside you in your daily Bible reading and prayer and to help you stay connected with the life and teaching of New City while we're unable to get together in person. you want to follow along each day by reading before listening if possible. You can always find our readings in a short prayer at www.newcitycincy.org forward slash social. Today is Tuesday, April 28th, the year of our Lord, 2020. And our scripture readings for today are Psalm 17, uh, Exodus 19, verses 1 through 16. Our New Testament reading comes from Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. And the gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 3, verses 7 through 12. My name is Michael Prevatera, and I'm one of the pastors at New City. You know, this doesn't always happen, but today all of the readings tie together really nicely. And so I wanted to take a few minutes to try to connect the dots for you between all those readings today. And this is important because the Bible is one big story. And the more that we can trace the main plot from beginning to end, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, uh, the better our understanding and reading of God's word gets just overall. So we see in Exodus, our Old Testament reading, it says, Israel encamped before the mountain, and that is Mount Sinai, while Moses went up to God. The Lord called to him out of the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the people of Israel, You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possessions among all the people. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. Here, we read of God's central purpose, calling, and mission for his people. You know, God didn't call Abraham or rescue Israel so they could just live blessed lives or or live their best lives. No, God called Abraham to himself and made them a great nation from his line and rescued them um, from slavery to give them a mission and a purpose. In other words, they were meant to be a blessing. And here, in chapter 19 of Exodus, we read of it that they were God's treasured possession to be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. In other words, God's people, who were at this time concentrated in the ancient Near East, were to be priests to the entire world and to the surrounding nations, mediating the glory, the presence, and the rule of God, and pursuing his ways and modeling that for the rest of the world. That's a great mission. But if you know the broad story of the Old Testament, Israel continually turned away from God and their mission. They pursued idols, they pursued power, they pursued comfort and ease, they pursued doing things their own way. And so the nations did not hear of the Lord in the way that they ought to have. And so in Matthew's gospel, we read Jesus rebuking the religious leaders in first century Israel. And it's Matthew writes, but when Jesus saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Jesus is warning the religious leaders here. The Pharisees thought they were the true heirs of God's mission, but they focused more on adherence to traditions and the minutiae of the law than actually being priests to the nations. And Jesus says to them, Listen, You may be descendants of Abraham biologically and ethnically and members of of the whole people of Israel, but that's not enough. You're not keeping with God's mission or purposes for his people. Pursue this or risk being cast out of the people of God, you Pharisees. And then in our New Testament reading, we see actually the fruit 
of God's mission and purpose for his people in the Church of Colossae. St. Paul writes, We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit increasing, as it also does among you, since the day you heard of it and understood the grace of God and truth. You know, we might miss the significance of this, but Paul is writing to the church in Colossae, a city which is now in the country of Turkey. Uh, and, and this is a church not made up of descendants of Abraham, but of non-Jews, of Gentiles, which is a word that just means the nations. And so in other words, through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the one true priest, prophet, and king, and through the giving of the Holy Spirit to the early church, the nations have come to know the God of Israel. And the Colossian church is evidence of this. Right? As the Gentiles become followers of God and part of his people, um, no longer is the worship of Yahweh, who is Israel's God, confined just to one nation and one people. The whole earth becomes covered with the knowledge and the, of the glory of God. And so you and I are evidence of this too, actually. Right? This is actually what we read uh, last week in 1 Peter chapter 2. St. Peter writes to Gentiles in the church, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you would not receive mercy, but now you have received mercy. We are part of the same church, right? Every Christian is, has this holy calling now, not just the nation of Israel, but every Christian is called to be a priest to our neighbors, to the nations, just like Israel was. You and I are part of actually a holy, a holy nation now, not just the, the country of our birth or where we currently reside, but of the nation of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, the church. You know, I think in the times that we're living through, this is really important to remember. Um, because following Jesus does not mean that you get to have a blessed and happy life. I mean, I hope that's the case for you, but that's not God's purpose in making you one of his people. Health and wealth is not his purpose. God has actually drafted you into his kingdom to be a priest, to be set apart for the ways of Christ, to love and serve your neighbors and live in such a lives that people say, man, I, I don't know what they have, but I want it. You have been called, in other words, uh, not to get blessings, but to be a blessing to our neighbors and city, to seek its welfare and its flourishing. You know, it's hard to remember that when everything is so uncertain. But the Lord has much bigger plans for the world than just the last two months. The church of Jesus Christ has grown and spread and withstood the rising and falling of empires and withstood through plagues and uncertainty for 2,000 years. God is still on a mission. His purposes are not closed or locked down. So what are you hoping for right now? What are you longing for? Just for life to go back to normal? For job security? For businesses to survive? I mean, I want, I want those things for you. I want those things for our, our city and our nation. And I pray those things for you and our city and our nation. But those hopes and dreams also reflect our hearts. Being part of a holy nation and a priest to God actually has implications for the direction of our lives. Uh, it has implications for what we do with the things that we have, for, for how we do our job, for how we run our business, for the purpose of our businesses. It's been a really hard few months. 
But what if this is also a reset for us as God's people? We have seen how fragile all the comforts uh, we have actually are. I mean, sure, Netflix is is great, amazing technology. But <laughs> when all there is to do is watch Netflix, it, it seems pretty insufficient, pretty boring. Sure, the economy was roaring along. Jobs and paychecks were doing great. But all it takes is a tiny little virus to trash all of that. All the things that we put our hopes and trust and dreams in have been quashed overnight. And so as we hopefully emerge from lockdown sooner than later, this is a chance for us to double down in what it means to be God's people, to pray more, to meditate on scripture more, to love our neighbors more, to share the good news of Jesus more boldly and without fear. Because as we've seen, the rest of the world does not have better answers. That's clear in this time. And so we don't need to be ashamed of the hope that we have in Christ. And we also see how important it is in reality compared to everything else. You know, one of the goals of this podcast is to foster community and encourage personal reflection in this challenging season. So reach out to your community group or talk with your roommates or spouse or call a friend. And here's a question to help you do that. How might God be calling you to join in more with his mission during this time and as things reopen? What might he be calling you to do specifically? If you think this would be helpful to friends or family, please share this with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org forward slash social. You can find more resources related to Marginalia's daily readings and prayers podcast by following us on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or Facebook at New City Cincy. As we close today, we invite you to join us in our denomination, the Presbyterian Church in America, in prayer, as we've been doing all month, uh, for salvation. Hosea chapter 13, verse 4, God says, But I am the Lord your God from the land of Egypt. You know no God but me, and besides me there is no Savior. So let's pray. Holy God, uh, you have rescued us from darkness and brought us into your marvelous light. Uh, You are our salvation. You are our only hope, not just in uh, these times as we face COVID-19, but also in all of our life. Have mercy on us, Lord. Save us for your name's sake. Deliver us from COVID-19, we pray. And we also pray, Lord, that you deliver us from our idols and all of the lesser things that we have given our hearts to. Rescue us and help us, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you.